0: It's been a while since you had someone who made you believe in being treated like a man But still understand to be a shoulder when you need it Such a shame how you never let your guard down And that explains how you never let your heart out But give me a chance, you can take your time. Don't hold back, please just let it out. Tell me I'm pleased to keep your secrets. No bound, no judgment found, I mean it. I can be the key to your love healing if you just tell me what's on your mind. Hey there, this is Lexi,
1: and you just heard my song. Tell Me Interlude, which is on my album Love Reset, which you can find on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Tidal, Apple, um, YouTube, wherever you stream your music, you can find Lexi Love Reset album. And this song is called Tell Me. You can also buy the album on my website at www.lexiatl.com. That's www.lexiatl.com com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex chat today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C atl to be part of the conversation or catch the replays on spotify apple Podcasts, iheart and youtube wherever you're watching or listening please make sure you like subscribe follow and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews if you want to go the extra mile in supporting me you can do so by going to patreon.com slash lexi atl where you can make a monthly donation to help me to be able to create and give you more of this valuable content on a more consistent basis because this stuff is a bit time consuming, all right? Shout out to my patrons, official Mr. Flat Shoals and Eldon Cleary. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and always being there. Like y'all have been holding it down for a long time and I gotta do something special for my patrons. I just added a new feature to my Patreon as well. Um, I have been dabbling in like a consultation and advisory role for a couple clients on the podcasting side. And now I think I want to do that for artists on the music side, try to offer some guidance and like mentorship, but it does come with a fee. All right. So it's $150 per month and we'll do biweekly calls and we can go over whatever it is we need to go over and I'll help you build your musical foundation and I will help you through your musical journey That might include helping you to develop your sound, helping you to develop writing your songs, helping you to figure out how we're gonna market, um, putting plans together, sharing the directories and the contacts that I have with you to help you market your music and take advantage of like movie opportunities to get songs placed or become talent and just share my knowledge with you, what I know, and some of the things that you know can help you to not make the mistakes that I've made or it will help you move faster because I've already done the slow work of a lot of these things so if that's something you're interested in that's $150 per month through patreon.com for the mentorship slash consultation and like I said we do bi-weekly calls 30 minutes to an hour for each call and yeah go to patreon.com slash lexiatl for that all righty next I want to tell y'all about the coffee day let me see Travik asks you in Cali or something. What's the pin comment mean? The pin comment is exact like Lex chat is my podcast. I see you don't tune in very often. Well, thank you for being here today. Anyway, Lex chat is the podcast. What I learned from Cali recording studios is what we're talking about on today's topic. All right. Official Mr. Flat shows. Is it the exact same way on the podcast side? Um it's the yeah it's the same way on the podcast side so my current clients we do bi-weekly check-ins and basically that's me checking on the progress of are they keeping up with the recording schedule that we put in place and then what questions do they have about any of the processes or any problems they may have run into while they were doing the podcast and I also help them to organize their like YouTube and Instagram uh, TikTok channels show them how to do shorts how to upload that um, how to speak on camera how to introduce your podcast stuff like that so yeah it's the same on the podcasting side if y'all are interested in that um, The coffee date that was on December 3rd was a success. It was a little slow to get started. It was a little slow to get started, but I'm really thankful. Uh, Shout out to Hugh, Steph, and I, Wordplay, for popping in on the virtual coffee date. I appreciate y'all. And I I think we got some good stuff that we talked about on there. So join me for the next virtual coffee date which is going to be on Sunday, January 7th at 12 p.m. on Instagram Live. So you're watching live or you're listening on YouTube. It's on Instagram, my Instagram page at Lexi A-T-L. L-E-X-C-A-T-L. L-E-X-C-A-T-L. It's the first Sunday of every month, the first Sunday of every month at 12 p.m. The next one is January 7th. All right. It's just a group of creative people. We're getting together. I was sipping on tea last time. Somebody was sipping on water. Somebody else had a hookah. Whatever your coffee is, join us for the virtual coffee date first Sunday of the month. The next one is January 7th at 12 p.m. on Instagram live at Lexi ATL. All right. Next up, I want to tell y'all it's the holiday season, okay? It's December. And yesterday was my birthday. December 6th was my birthday. I'm recording this on the 7th. Yesterday was my birthday. It was a great day. I am officially 30 years old, y'all. It's the big 3 0. I made it to the dirty 30. And yeah, that's great. I don't feel any different. I mean, I feel like me. I feel like I don't I don't feel the effects of age changing. I haven't felt that since like 26 or 27. Now I'm just like, all right, time has been moving on. So it is what it is. But yeah, I'm officially 30. My birthday was great. And I want to thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Some of y'all texted me personally because y'all got my number and I appreciate that. Some of y'all hit me up on Instagram, which I appreciate. Um, I definitely appreciate a few people actually ordered the CD like I requested. That was my only birthday wish that people buy my album <laughs> um and I got some birthday money so some people sent it to my cash app thank y'all so much and I got some money from revolt as well so I attended revolt back in September and after the revolt conference they send you like a text message right and ask if you can give feedback on certain aspects of the revolt the revolt is it conference I don't know what it is exactly but revolt world they ask for your feedback on that and then they show you some new campaigns that they're about to start doing and they ask your opinion on what you think about it well i did like five or six of those and each time they enter you for a chance to win money and they sent me fifty dollars on my birthday so i'm so excited it was it was great it was great um and for my birthday yesterday i went to this aspire event in atlanta and it was cool um I think I've been to enough of these events to where I understand how it goes. I don't really go with the expectation of learning much when I go to these things. It's like a business conference. I think Um, the main goal for this type of event would be for the networking, not so much the people who are speaking because it's like the same generic language. If you've if you've gone into like a rabbit hole on YouTube of getting the inspirational talks and having people tell you, you know feel inspired and do this. And this is how I was raised. And then you've pretty much heard the same rhetoric before, right? Um, The best speaker I will say was Sarah Blakely. She is the lady who created Spanx hers. I felt was the most genuine interview. And um, even though she didn't really give a lot of business advice, I just really enjoyed hearing what she had to say and hearing her talk about her journey in creating Spanx and just how it came about, so that was the best to me. Um, but it's very much a funnel, these kind of things. So you pay to go to this event and then the speakers are on stage, but they're upselling you through way of motivational speaking. And then they give you these crumbs of business, of things that you want to learn, the, like the whole reason why you paid for the ticket to come to the event. They give you crumbs and they upsell you on their workshop. It's like a three-day workshop usually or some kind of course they want you to sign up with or some kind of program. And then in my experience, because I've done this before, after the three day workshop, they're still giving you crumbs of knowledge of what you actually want to learn about. And after the workshop, they tell you um, if you want to learn more about what we went over in this workshop, then join our course for, you know, a few racks at that point. The workshop might be like $200 and then their little their course is usually like three to 15,000 depending on what they're asking so you know that was my birthday yesterday it was cool um I saw people that I knew I feel a little famous because every time I go out I'm running into people that I know so (laughs) it's really it's really cool in that way so that was my birthday but like I was saying before I talked about my birthday it is December which means it is a holiday season right So what does that mean? That means it's time for me to do a Christmas giveaway. All right. That means it's time for a Christmas giveaway. Last year, I did the ratchet Christmas gift basket to commemorate the release of my ratchet Christmas song called 12 ratchet days of Christmas. And I gave away a gift basket that had chocolates, a Santa hat, some condoms, a gift card for you to go get you some lemon pepper wings. And there was some alcoholic eggnog in the basket. And Three lottery tickets that hopefully, I don't know if the person won or not, but there was three tickets in there. It was, you know, ghetto fabulous. It was very ratchet, but very appropriate, I feel like. Um, This year, I want to do smaller, so I want to give out, like, little gift bags that I want to either deliver to people or send to people. And I'm going to include some of the same elements. There's going to be liquor. There's going to be condoms. There's going to be chocolates. I might throw some handcuffs in there, you know what I'm saying? But just... And maybe some gift cards. I don't know yet. I haven't decided on the on the budget exactly. I might give y'all the option to either take the gift bag or take some money. But either way, it's time for a giveaway. And it's at no no cost to y'all. So how do you participate in this Christmas giveaway? Which I will also post about on my Instagram page and my other social media pages. The rules. You have to be following me on Instagram. At LexiATL. You have to be following at Lexi ATL, at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram, because this is an Instagram giveaway. All right. Now, make sure you're following me. This is going to be a random draw. All right. So the more entries you put, the more chances you have at winning. And I will be making weekly draws. Okay. so how do you get these entries into the drawing? share my music as a story and tag me for one entry okay that's one entry the next thing you can do post my music to your timeline or share something about my music preferably the love reset album but you know it doesn't have to be but share on your timeline post on your timeline a permanent post and tag me and that'll get you five entries all right now to get a bigger number what i really want you to do buy my album and send the screenshot of your purchase either to my dm or you can email it to me and if you get the digital copy of the album then i'll give you 10 entries per digital album purchase all right if you buy the physical album depending on how much money you spent is basically one entry per dollar, all right? You will get 20 to 25 entries per physical album purchase, okay? So that is how you get the entries into the drawing. The winners are gonna be drawn at random. I'm gonna put y'all's names and however many entries, like if you did the album, right? I'm putting your name 10 times on 10 different pieces of paper into a big bowl and I'm drawing that at random and I will be pulling once a week and announcing the winners on each week of Lex chat. Okay. So make sure y'all participate so you can win something. Um, do you want the gift bag or do you want some money? Let me know. And I'll get that. I'll get that budget together. Um, And I want to talk to y'all about something that I tried recently as well. Right. So I don't know if y'all remember, but maybe like a month ago, I was talking about how I'm really not feeling like myself and I kind of have been experiencing brain frog, brain frog. <sighs> See, look, I've been experiencing brain fog and I've just been anxious and just kind of struggling with focus and anxiety. And I linked to that. We talked about it during the seasonal depression episode, right? Well, I want to tell y'all about something that I tried. So. I've been experiencing anxiety, seasonal depression. It's colder. It's less sunlight because of daylight savings, and the sun doesn't come out when it used to. So I'm more tempted to want to stay in bed longer. And wintertime is just really a struggle for me. And seasonal depression is something that I've been struggling with for years now. And you know we've talked about this on Lex Chat. If you've been listening to me for a while. I'm the type of person where I don't I'm not a huge believer in taking medicine or drugs or any kind of supplements to help with my mood. I'm very much the type of person that believes, you know, if something's wrong with me, like health wise (laughs) or mental wise, then the only thing I need to do is either get some sleep or eat some better food or go to the gym or drink some water. And that's typically like my 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 usual remedies for how I would fix myself. But. You know, it, I think it's just, it's it's time for some help. And so I've been seeing these ads for this little magic potion thing. It's not a magic potion. It's called Magic Mind. <laughs> it's called Magic Mind, but it's like a little shot. And I call it a magic potion because I tried it and it really has changed my mood in a way, right? It's changed my mood. And um, I've been seeing like, a couple other podcasts have been mentioning it. And then there's been like ads on YouTube that have randomly been popping up after I started mentioning seasonal depression and anxiety and not having energy. Cause you know how big brother is always listening, <laughs> but yeah, I saw magic mind and I decided to give it a try for myself and I've done three days of it. Um, at the aspire conference, that was the third day that I tried it. And ever since I've been taking it, For me personally, I've just been able to the most noticeable change for me, right, has been it's so much easier for me to get out of bed in the morning. I have the goal of wanting to get awake and get up out of bed at 630 so I can be to the gym by seven, no later than 730. But in the wintertime, it's just so much harder to do because it's cold outside the bed and then the sun's not out. So I'm feeling like, oh, the body's not ready to get up because there's no light outside yet but since i've been taking these magic mind shots it's really has been so much easier for me to get up and you know i'm making sure i get to bed on time when i when it's time for me to get up in the morning i'm like ready to hop out of bed after i've been taking these little shots for like 3 days and i've just been feeling more not necessarily more energetic like it's not a caffeine thing cuz i don't really like taking those either but it's more so i just feel like I'm cruising at good energy and I feel awake and I don't experience like the midday sleepiness that I was experiencing before I before I was taking this shot. Um, and so it, it's just a really interesting thing that's been happening to me since I've been taking this. And I just wanted to tell you all about it, because I know that as music people, we're always in the studio. We're in dark spaces and we can be very much prone to depression and feeling lazy and not productive and then you know we're also for me I think my brain frog is because we're so involved in using our screens for everything and I get bad headaches from being on my phone and computer all the time like I haven't been experiencing any of that since I started taking these magic shots so I wanted to tell y'all about it and I think that the reason why they let me see these ingredients so they have matcha Bacopa monieri, which I've never heard of ashwagandha, which I've heard of, but it's like expensive to buy that by itself. (laughs) Um, There's rhodiola rosea, there's lion's mane mushrooms, and there's cordyceps mushrooms. Right. So if I'm looking at these ingredients, the matcha includes a compound called L-theanine that reduces stress. So I think that's been helping me a lot. The uh, Bacopa monnieri it's a new tropic that improves attention span and your ability to process and learn new information and improve memory. I think that's been helping me with my brain fog. There's ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen that reduces stress and anxiety. And rhodiola rosea, nootropic and adaptogen reduces fatigue and anxiety, increases your body's resistance to stress, improves physical and mental endurance and enhances mental clarity. Lion's mane mushrooms, another nootropic and adaptogen reduces anxiety and inflammation while also supporting cognition by preventing neurodegeneration and stimulating. So basically it's lighting my brain up so that I can feel more awake more aware and more focused and I have to say that I've been less stressed since I've taken these shots for the past three days and like I just you know when you have anxiety there's like a weight on your chest I haven't felt that weight since I started taking these so I'm I'm really I'm really impressed by this it's called Magic Mind and they come in these little bottles that's literally like the size of my palm it's very small it's three grams it's called Magic Mind and I would recommend it to you if those are some things that you struggle with. So how can you try Magic Mind? They are going to be in sprouts all over the country in the new year in 2024 in January. So you can go to the store and try them for yourself if you don't want to uh, commit to a subscription or if you don't want to, you know, like buy a pack online or something. Because I think they only come in packs online because I got the five pack. But you can go to magicmind.com slash lexchat to get your pack of Magic Mind shots. And you can use my code lexchat20 to get up to 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase, all right? So you can get up to 56% off of your prescription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. And y'all, this is really going to help you, I believe. And if you're kind of a health nut like I am, because y'all know I'm into my fitness, right? (laughs) I don't like to do drugs. I don't like to be doing a bunch of crazy stuff. And I, I just don't believe in those things. But this really is so simple. And I put it in my fridge. You don't have to drink it cold, but I think it's a nice little shot when you put it in the fridge and you drink it cold. And like I said my brain frog brain frog why can't I pronounce that my brain fog has not been an issue for me and I've been feeling more positive and I've been feeling more awake and there's it's like such a smooth and subtle change to my daily feelings you know I'm just really impressed with it and it's something that I just wanted to share with y'all. So like I said, go to magicmind.com slash lexchat to get your pack of Magic Mind shots. Use my code lexchat20 to get up to 56% off your subscription or 20% off of your first one-time purchase. Let me know when you try it. How has it changed your life? How has it changed your mind? Do you feel better? Do you feel more focused? Do you feel like you can take on the world? Because that's how I feel. And y'all just let me know, you know, how that is for y'all. So Just wanted to tell y'all about that because I'm really excited. I've been discovering new things and I've been getting into just new experiences. Like December, I usually have so much anxiety around my birthday. And so the magic mind shots have helped me. But also I've been having the opportunity to travel. And that's actually what I want to get into for today's episode of Lex Chat. I want to talk about what I learned From California recording studios because I recently went to Cali with the In and Out podcast, which is a podcast that I work for um, as an assistant slash producer slash the audio engineer. You know, I do the sound for the episodes, and it was a good experience. Like in general, the trip was great. So I I just got back from LA last Saturday. Um, and I got to visit a few studios while I was there. Unfortunately, I did not get to see Maurice Beats like I wanted to because he stays out in LA somewhere. I thought I would have more personal time to be able to do like stuff that I think I might want to do in California, but it didn't happen that way. Um, but you know, I, I will be back out there. So shout out to Maurice Beats. He's the one that produced Love Reset and yeah um, i didn't get to visit him like i wanted but i was able to see a few different studios in the area and just get a sense of how they run and operate and i want to chat with you about what i like about their studio culture and how we could possibly bring that culture to atlanta and apply it to our clients here and i think i want to talk about this with some of my studio friends as well it might be time to pull the trigger on owning a studio or just having a space or a complex or something you know so like I said went to LA it was my first time in LA and I got to do it by way of the In-N-Out podcast with host Eric Geralt. and I ain't had to pay for nothing it was all expenses taken care of and I got paid super professional trip and the team was on point I had all my sound gear the videographer had all his gear and we had our interview set up all the interviews came through nobody dropped out and we even got a few extra interviews that we weren't we weren't anticipating getting so it was a very productive trip it was super productive and LA is beautiful it reminds me of Hawaii Um, just as far as like the layout and what it looks like and how the houses are built LA very much looks like Hawaii Um, and the weather is similar. The weather was gorgeous. It was actually kind of cold um, when the wind wasn't blowing. And if you stand in the sun, then it was really nice. But I mentioned this in the seasonal depression episode too, right? How California, it must be hard to get seasonal depression in a place like Cali or Hawaii because it's sun all year round and it doesn't really get that cold. And it's beautiful and it's a lot of green and it's a lot of nature. So it it's really pretty. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, and side note. If I moved to a big city, New York would not be for me. After seeing LA, it would have to be someplace like LA because it's so much more vibrant than New York. And it's not as like artificial looking as New York. Like New York is just so much concrete and everything is so together, but LA is more spread out. There's mountains in the background. It's green, it's sunny. And you know, I don't really do code like that. I'm a winter baby, but I don't really do code like that. But anyway. I stayed at the Sheraton Universal and um, y'all just be on the lookout for the pictures and videos, be on the lookout on my social media to see all of those things. But let's get into the California recording studios. Right. So um, I visited two studios. One of them was called the Neighborhood Watch and one of them was called Forever Timeless Studios. So if y'all are ever in the North Hollywood area, highly recommend that you go check out those places. Okay, so let's talk about it. Forever Timeless Studio, that was day one in Cali. Um, And that's the host. His nephew owns that spot, partners on that spot with some other people. And talking to um, the guy's name is Times. He's like the head engineer there. So shout out official underscore Times. Really cool dude. Um, Producer, songwriter, and engineer. He does the the reggaeton. We might do some work. Mm, I need to holler at him. But um, their studio, right off the bat, it's beautiful. You don't really know what it is when you see it from the outside. So that's what it has in common with Atlanta recording studios. Um, as far as like we have a lot of warehouses out here that you wouldn't know were studios unless you knew it was a studio. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. But if you don't know, then you don't know that type of situation. So these studios have that same type of vibe where it it, it has some exclusivity about it. It has some mystery about it. And as soon as you go in, every room is designed nicely. Every room is clean. Every room has its own control room and its own nice, spacious booth, and it has LEDs. Like every room is a vibe at Forever Timeless Studios. Every room is a vibe, and every room has like the same vocal chain. So, um, I didn't, I didn't get to record at Forever, Forever Timeless Studios. We just did the interviews. We got in and got out, but. Like every studio had a U87 in there and some kind of preamp, nice big monitors and a nice couch, nice rug. It's just very comfortable. And they said they don't really do hourly, but they have a membership program and they do blocks. So they don't do like two, three, four hours except for their members. And I'm gonna explain that in a little bit, but they do six hour blocks. 12-hour blocks and y'all the prices on these studios are crazy so another spot we went to is called the neighborhood watch beautifully designed as well all of the rooms are a vibe all the rooms are clean They have a nice layout uh, control room private booth some of them have private restrooms for the studio that you you know decide to to book out and the prices were like, we got 12 hours of studio time for like $300. They don't do that in Atlanta. Like even for my prices, $300 gets you four hours. But in Cali, $300 gets you a half a day. And so it, it blows my mind because they don't deal with the hourly stuff, like the petty hourly. It, it it seems petty now. And I look back to it and I compare it to how Atlanta runs. These little hourly situations is petty compared to Cali. Like, I don't I don't know how they're funding this, but I really love the idea of it because the number one complaint that I hear from artists and the number one complaint that I have as an artist is that doing music is expensive. And what's one of the most expensive aspects of doing music? It's going to the studio. So to hear that they only do six-hour blocks and 12-hour blocks, and you can get a 12-hour block with no engineer for $300? That's amazing. If you bring your own engineer, I believe they charge you more. Um, But I I really think that I would like to try this business model in Atlanta because there are so many different industries that have gone to this subscription-based type of model anyway, right? So we have like the Netflix of the world, all of the streaming places. We have things like Patreon. People offer memberships on YouTube. Even Instagram has like a like a channel thing that people can subscribe to and get uh, like exclusive content, right? So everyone is very much into the subscription-based business model. So why, and like gym memberships, this basically functions like a gym membership so when we were talking to times at forever timeless studio he was saying that they have a membership program where people would pay like five hundred dollars for the month and that gets them four hours any day on a first come first serve basis and i don't know how many members they have but to me this is genius because it is it would be like oh dang My camera went (laughs) on. To me, this is genius. I'm not even paying attention to my camera. This is genius because it makes it like a gym membership. So Planet Fitness, right? I go to Planet Fitness. It's unlimited visits, $25 a month. And they got everything i need basic equipment and you know i usually can get my workout without any problem and it's not that much traffic it's on a first come first serve basis but they're like betting on the fact like they they sign up a high amount of people a high number of people but they're kind of betting on the fact that the cost is so reasonable that people will miss a few days and not feel bad about it because they're not paying crazy amount of money right I want to say that might be the thinking for these studios in LA as well. When it comes to the membership program, I don't know. I would have to maybe interview times and see what he thinks about that. But, um, it's, you know, $500 per month and you get four hours a day. First come first serve. And that's how they're keeping the Like if you get, do I have a, do I have a calculator on here? I should have a calculator on. How do I not have a calculator? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me turn my Wi-Fi back on. Let me get a calculator. If I do $500 and I want 20 members, that's $10,000 a month. If I have 20 members, how many hours? So there's 24 hours in a day times Seven days times let's say four weeks, that's 672 hours. Divide that by 20 members, each member could get 30 hours of studio time a month. If we, oh my god, that's amazing! That's amazing for $500 a month, you can get 30 out, like, well, it says 33.6, but you know. Let me put my rate in here. But my thinking on this, right, my thinking is that this is amazing for the artist to come in and really like even if you don't do the membership. Right. I think the membership is amazing because, okay, if you have 20 members at five hundred dollars per min per member per month, that's ten thousand dollars that's coming in for a place like a Rich Productions where the overhead of the rental of the, the space is so low, that is amazing. You could pay your engineers on a salary so that people have like a guaranteed, or maybe not like a guaranteed, but you can pretty much guarantee the traffic for your engineers that are coming through the studio because that's 20 clients that are going to be one in 30 hours each, and it's 24 hours as long as you're ready to work, you know, just pull up whenever. And if the overhead is low, that gives you that $10,000 a month will cover your overhead and it will cover salaries for your engineers if you have a reliable group of engineers that you work with. And the way that the neighborhood watch did it, they have a rotation. There's literally like four guys who make sure that the studio is running throughout the day. At least I was looking at their little schedule and being kind of nosy. And that's what I noticed. So it's like every single day of the week is accounted for between these four dudes, somebody might stay the first 12 hours of the day. The next person might stay the last 12 hours of the day. And then they have their set schedule. This person does that Monday through Thursday. This other person does it, I don't know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The other person might, you know, there might be some overlap there, of course. But between four people, that's very manageable. There might have been five. So those four people have like a set. They may be doing 12 hours a day, four days out of the week. And then there are some other people who will do like in between days, maybe like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday or Tuesday Thursday Saturday Sunday type situation and it fills in all the gaps and they're all engineers and they're all cleaning up the studio making sure it's clean and it's a vibe and it just I don't know if they own it but it it blows my mind to hear about that because it's affordable and clients can get in whenever they want 30 hours regularly if I'm charging my rate 30 hours times 75 That's $2,250 for 30 hours. But if they're getting that for 500, for $500, you can get 30 hours. First come, first serve, four hour, like first come, first serve, four hour sessions. It's a no brainer. And then you look at the fact that they don't do two, three, four hour blocks They do six hour blocks. So half a day and full day. Half a day is six hours. Full day is a 12 hour. If you have your own engineer or if you just rent out the space, it's $300. That's amazing. Let me 12 hours. Let me clear everything. 12 hours times what my rate is right now is $900. $900. You can get the whole space for a third of that cost. The reason why I think Atlanta Studios should explore this is because I think it's a way to meet the artist in the middle. Like, and I just had a conversation with another studio owner yesterday on my birthday, and he was pretty much telling me, like, you know, if the artist can't afford it, then they just can't afford it. We cater more to the label the labels who come and they book with our studio and that's all fine. But how busy is your studio if you're only dealing with labels and people who can afford to like, there are way more regular people who might do music as a hobby compared to people who are signed and have a label paying and labels take a long time to pay sometimes. So that's another thing, but I'll have to do more research and report back to y'all on that. But what would I want Atlanta studios to take from this? I talk about sustainability versus greed, right? And how the reason why I think I talked about this when I was talking about the Hollywood strike where the writers and the actors went on strike. And a big chunk of that conversation was about the greed that's been overtaking the industry. And artists and creatives and talent we don't have livable wages because corporations take a majority of those wages and they provide bonuses for their corporate sector or for their bosses, for their CEOs, but they're not giving livable wages to the talent that makes the film and the project possible, right? And I talk about how if we were more worried about being sustainable, then a lot of the problems that we face, we wouldn't have to worry about, but because everyone is always worried about how we can do more, 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 Eventually, the bubble bursts when you're chasing more and more. I guess a burst looks like this, but um, eventually something has to give. Right. Eventually, the bubble has to burst because there's no way that constantly going up. There's no way that that's maintainable. You know, I think and this is just something that like I had another conversation with someone the other day that. Technically, to be happy, you really only need $150,000 a year. And that typically, this was like 10 years ago, but the study was that at a certain point, the amount of money that you make does not make you more happy. But when you make a certain amount that keeps you comfortable and allows you to move how you want to move and travel and buy the things you want to buy, I think like over 10 years ago, the threshold was like $150,000. After $150,000, you know, you making more money doesn't really matter because your basic needs are taken care of and you can also have fun at your discretion, basically. I'm thinking about the same kind of mindset when it comes to how studios interact with their clients and the artists that come to record with them. Everybody wants so badly to make so much money, but they are heavy handed with the prices that we give over to our clients instead of wanting to work with the artist. Now my lifestyle in particular, I feel very disciplined with how I deal with my money and how I divvy it up and how I spend it and how I budget it. So I know there's a number in my head that I would love to make monthly to be able to live comfortably and still have a little bit of money to have fun with, to enjoy life. So I'm thriving and not just surviving month to month. Right. The problem is People always want more and more and more and more instead of saying, "Okay, what do I need to be comfortable and what do I need to be and how do I maintain this and sustain this so that I'm just always comfortable? And if I make more, then I can throw it towards whatever, whatever. But why is the goal always constant progression? I think the goal should be sustainability. And when I visited these studios in California, it made me really see more how people how studios and just how the music industry can be greedy. I changed my pricing structure as far as my hourly rate to try to be more compromising with clients. And some people don't like that I've changed my prices um, as far as like other industry people. But my price, I'm getting paid something that's comfortable that's going to help me pay my bills and be able to live you know what I'm saying and not be stressed so I have more creative energy to give to people and the artist is not having to come back to pay more fees on top of more fees so how it usually works right is an artist will come in and pay for studio time and that's just to record and then they'll have to come back and pay for mixing and then they'll have to come back and pay for mastering that's three different prices right and then if they want if they're really advanced and they want like a vocal producer and they want um like specially produced beats right those are five different separate charges to the artist so and then you got to get music videos you got to get marketing you got to get photography and it's just You gotta go to shows and buy the clothes and the gas and the food and whatever, ever the money, whatever other money it, it makes, whatever other money you need to maintain those images and keep those things consistent, right? So what I've done with my rate is I've taken away all of the upselling. And now it's just a flat rate where you get me in the studio, you get me as the engineer. Okay, so you get the studio, you get me as the engineer, But I'm also mixing as we go. I'm vocally producing with you. I'm helping you to write the song and I'm giving you something that could be considered a master to where when you leave the studio, what you leave with, you could drop it tomorrow. And I would feel good about it and you would feel good about it because you got in and you got out and it it will hopefully motivate people to want to come back and spend more because it's it's. A better it's more sustainable to do it that way versus having to come back and pay all these different things for artists right like let's be real a lot of people are struggling and people have dreams but in the music industry it's all a money grab all around us all the time and there are a lot of people who don't want to work with the artists, which is confusing to me because if the goal is to get out money i mean if the goal is to get out music then find a number that's sustainable and reasonable for you to live your life without beating people over the head. And don't be greedy about it. Basically, that's the basis of this whole conversation. And so let me look back at my notes because I'm kind of rambling. Why do I like the Cali way? Stop accepting the only hourly sessions. The reason why I like this, even if the artist is not quality, they have time to work it out. So, when you accept hourly sessions people only do two three four hours four hours is usually the cap with a lot of the clients that i get unfortunately i would love to lock in but people because of their budget they don't have the budget to pay for more hours and because they don't we have less time to work And the way that a lot of these newer artists come into the studio is they don't write. They pick their beats on the spot and then they expect to come out with a great song. Well, if we stop accepting hourly and we change it to you only can get blocks of six hours or blocks of 12 hours, and then we give a super reasonable, unbeatable price, then what does that do? That eliminates the stress of running out of time that eliminates the stress of spending a ridiculous amount of money so that I won't be able to come back to the studio until six months anyway, because I spent everything I had for this one session. Right. So it kind of takes care of that. When you have more time to play, if you, when you have six hours, I think the artists will have a better appreciation for doing something until they get it right. And I think they'll have a better appreciation of, um, I want to fix it, but I can't because I don't have enough time. No, we have the time. Don't worry about the time. You got plenty of time. So it allows for the artist and the producer, engineer, whoever's in there to lock in and really create something great without the pressure of we need to get it done. And it is what it is because we only have so much time. So that's what I really love about that. It forces the artist to have to lock in. And it's well priced so the artist can truly lock in to be creative and make the best song and be more willing to do something over and over until we get it right, until we get their best performance in the studio. Another thing that I like that I think we should adopt here in Atlanta, as long as studio makes its quota for the day and the engineer gets paid what they would want to make in a day rate, then I think that this is Amazing. So let's say, and it's going to take some math on the part of the studio and on the part of the engineers, right? And everybody has to agree, of course. So let's say the studio needs to make three to five hundred dollars a day. And if they can get that for it could even be less than that. Honestly, let's say they need to make three to five hundred dollars a day for at least 15 days out of the month to pay for their overhead. And whatever monthly subscriptions they might have or whatever monthly bills they might have for the utilities associated with that, the maintenance associated with that and, you know, gear repair, whatever, whatever. If that's all the studio needs, then you don't need to make more than that per day and you'll be fine. Now, if an engineer, it's kind of low, but if somebody wanted to make $500 a week and you're working five days then you need $100 a day. I think I would want to pay my people at least two to $300 per day that they come in to work. And, huh, how am I saying? I I didn't prepare any math on this. I'm just kind of thinking like, if I wanted to make $1,000 a day, and I worked four days a week, that means I would have to make $250 a day and work four days each week to get that 250 a day, right? I've been locked in with a session for 6 hours and made 150 and that actually helped so much compared to just making the $20 but what I'm basically getting at is if the studio and the engineers can agree on how much each party needs to make per day to live comfortably and not be stressed so that they can dedicate more of their mentality, more of their mental capacity to being creative and helping the artist get out the best possible sound and, and product, which is the song, then that would be so much better for the studio, for the engineer, and for the artist. And we could really change the culture if we change how we look at charging people. And then last note I have on the membership, four hours every day for the month with monthly membership, they figured out how to make the studio benefit from a subscription based model, which is something that I already talked about. But the basis of this, right, if we switch the conversation instead of always going up, up, up and up, because eventually it's going to burst, we should be focusing on sustainability. And what is the dollar amount that looks comfortable for me every single month? What is the dollar amount that looks comfortable for me every single month? And oh my gosh, I got to get out of here because I got to go to this meeting. But um, what is the dollar amount that looks comfortable for me every single month? And then you bust it down, right? Let's say there's, okay, I'm gonna try to wrap this up because I really got to go before I be late to this meeting. I wanted to do this before I went to my meeting. But anyway, let's say there's 30 days in a month, right? You want two days off, 7, 14 2028, 20, mm, whatever. There's four weeks in the month, right? Let's say you want two days off each week. That's eight days off. So if there are 30 days in a month, you want to be working uh, 22 22 days out of the month. Now, let's say that for me to be comfortable, I need to make $3,000 a month. $3,000 divided by um, 22 working days I need $136 per day for 22 days to make $3,000 a month. Y'all, if I could pay my engineers $200 a day for, what is that? $200 a day times 15 days. Oh, wait, I pressed the divide times 15. $200 a day and they only work 15 days out of the month. That's $3,000 as well. So if the studio, if the engineer only needs $200 a day, really 136, which is what we did. That's working 22 days out the month. That gives you two days off per week. And you just need 100, let's say $150 a day to feel comfortable. And I don't have to worry about my bills and I still get my days off. So I have personal days to myself. Now, what if the studio only needed so much? You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, I'm going to break down the math one day. I just really have to get out of here. But I really want us in Atlanta to take on some of the practices that they have in Cali. And apparently there are a lot of studios in California with this type of pricing. Like Maurice would kind of tell me how they would price things, but I didn't get it until I visited LA and saw for myself and talked to some of the people like, yo, you can get the studio for $300 a day for 12 hours in the day. And if the studio and the artist is split in that, <laughs> let's say you did three hundred dollars for six hours, and if you wanted twelve hours, then it's let's say five hundred dollars, right? That means, and if the studio and the engineer split that in half, that means the studio gets two fifty per day. That means the engineer gets two fifty per day. That's more than enough to be comfortable. To make a quota at the end of the month so i can pay my bills and not feel like i'm dedicating all of my time to this place and i'm not making ends meet like i just i just want us to change our minds so let me know what y'all think about what i'm talking about in this video and what do you think about what i've learned from California recording studios and some of their practices. Do you think that we should bring some of that mentality and some of those practices to Atlanta? Because I definitely think so. If you agree, then leave comments in the comment section down below if you are listening on YouTube. If you're listening or listening on Spotify or Apple, then leave a review and tell me what you think about this episode. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? What are some concerns you have? Or do you just think this is a great idea and it's a great middle ground For the relationship between studio engineer and artist and if that would improve the music scene so we actually get some quality songs coming out of atlanta because these folks but anyway you can catch these chats live on instagram at lexiatl to be part of the conversation or catch the replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube and leave comments and reviews. If you'd like to become a sponsor for Lex Chat, there are two ways to do so. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash LexiATL. Or you can buy ad spots during the podcast for your business or service. Details on how to do that are going to be in my description and show notes down below. Before we go, I want to give another shout out to my patrons, Mr. Flatsholes and Eldon Cleary. I also want to remind you to buy the Love Reset album on my website, lexiatl.com That's www.lexcatl.com. Also, want to remind you of the next coffee date, which is going to be the first Sunday of the month. The next one is Sunday, January 7th at 12 p.m. Another reminder that the Christmas giveaway is underway. It's going to be a random drawing once a week for each week of December. And uh, I already gave you the rules and regulations on that earlier in the episode. And then I want to give a last mention for Magic Mind with their magic shots. You can go to magicmind.com slash LexChat with my code LexChat20. You can get up to 56% off your first subscription or one-time purchase. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. And I hope that this conversation helped. This turned out to be a lengthy one today, but thank y'all for hanging in there with me. My name is Lexi. Till next time. Peace.
0: Such a shame how you never let your guard down. And that explains how you never let your heart out. But give me a chance, you can take your time, don't hold back, please just let it out. Tell me I'm pleased to keep your seat.